comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixing and fixing and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. And welcome to the 23rd episode of Level Up With Lou. It's your girl Lou Oni. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Level Up With Lou and email me at levelupwithlou at gmail.com with any dilemmas, comments or questions. Also, don't forget to share and subscribe to the podcast. Hey everybody, Merry Christmas, uh, Feliz Navidad, is it Joy Noel? Ekukeresi. Is that Europa? I don't know. Merry Christmas, guys. Hey, guys. Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. You said y'all. I'm so done. Um, hope you guys are doing well. I am currently recording. Funnily enough, it's quite sunny today. Um, it's a beautiful day. Recording on Christmas Eve in ATL. With my sister, Wimi. Say hi, Wimi. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I've actually missed you. We've been asking after you. Like, where's Wimi? Oh, really? Bring her back. I was like, she doesn't live here. Wait, Take really? that back. You were saying that? He will ask after you. Hey, guys. <laughs> she back, back. She back. Um, but yeah, guys, I said, you know what? I said, let me not be a grinch. Let me get in this Christmas mood and Christmas spirit and like record something for the podcast. And yeah, so this is my Christmas gift to you guys. And... Yeah, thank you guys so much for your um, encouragement and for listening and tuning into this episode, despite being busy on Christmas Day as well. So yeah, enjoy, share with everyone you know, and yeah, I hope it's a good episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so um, I'm first going to start off with an update from Wumi, who is currently in dental school in Florida. Last time we checked on with you, what we were doing was um, discussing, um, what were we discussing last time? Do you remember? well the last time we recorded an episode was in january so that's like my second episode we're talking about um african parents and comparison and all that and i think that you think you were my first ever episode actually which is quite popular and we were um discussing how to um stick to your new year's resolutions and that so um since um we last spoke to you what's been happening in your life give us a quick update um so quick update i just got with that i just got done with my first semester of dental school um <laughs> it's been a very very challenging year i think i underestimated just how much i'd be challenged like i obviously knew that academically would be a lot but you know socially physically you know getting no sleep is definitely a lot Having to make new friends and be in a new environment, a new community. I think I underestimated how much like my community here in Georgia meant to me. I had a bunch of Nigerian friends, a bunch of black friends, and we were all so solid. And I think coming to Florida and being like five of the only 90, 92 students, five of the only, only having five black people and 92 students in my class was like really, you know, shocking because I was used to being surrounded by black people all the time. And so I think socially it was hard adjusting to the community, finding a church, finding my community was hard. Um, Also physically, like I didn't really get much sleep. I would spend, you know, hours going to school and I come back and I work as a hall director in one of my, one of the residence halls on campus. So having to work, 
as well when I come out from classes and not being able to study and then studying till 4 a.m. in the morning and then waking up again at 7 a.m. to go to class. Like, it was just unreal. But I'm just thankful that, you know, God brought me through it. I'm over it. Everything is <laughs> everything is, is done. And so now I feel like more confident going into the next year. So it was really hard, but it was um, very rewarding too because, you know, when you do well in an exam, when you get the grades you want, when you build relationships with people, it's very rewarding and you you begin to cherish the little things that really matter in life. So I'm very grateful and very, very happy right now. So what would you say the highs and lows of living in like Florida and dental school have been for you this past year? And like, what's Florida like? Describe people that might not know. Yeah, so I live in Gainesville, Florida, which is like close to Orlando, Tampa, um, Tallahassee, Jacksonville. So it's close to like a lot of different cities. Um, I think Florida is really great weather, like... It's probably 80 degrees right now in the wintertime. It's beautiful weather. What's, what's 88 degrees? 80 degrees Celsius. I mean, Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was in Celsius, but I was about to say, is that 5 divided by 3? Actually, no. um, But yeah, so that was like beautiful weather. I loved like the really fluid. There's a lot of Hispanic culture. That's 31 degrees. Yeah. Like now. Mm-hmm. That's mad. Yeah, there's like really, 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 um, what's the point? What's what I'm trying to say? There's like a lot of Hispanic people, so it's like nice to like see all the Hispanic culture and the Latina culture, um, Latino, Latinx culture it was Latinx. really great. They have a lot of Caribbean, so I have a lot of Haitian and Jamaican friends, so shout out to y'all. Y'all really taught me a lot of things. Um, so it's very, very different than Georgia. I think Georgia's more African based than I think Caribbean based, so definitely different vibe, but it's still like good people. Um, so those are my highs, meeting different people, getting in touch with different cultures and also just being around. I actually, um, one of my main goals was to make a lot of multicultural friends and I have like, you know, my Indian friends, now my Hispanic friends, and I'm really proud of myself because I didn't really make those friends in Georgia. So I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Um, Lowe's definitely school and work at the same time. 10 out of 10, don't recommend it. Um, but you know, my goal, my main thing was I wanted to make money for myself. And, you know, when you're dead on school, the reality is you're going to be taking out loans to pay for school. And I just didn't want to, I wanted to be able to have fun outside of school um, with my own money. And so all the money that I'm getting for work is going into my enjoyment. So, you know, I'm enjoying life. I'm chopping, I'm chopping life. Hey, thank you for that. So in the spirit of Christmas, I thought it'd be like good to play some Christmas games, ask some Christmassy questions, just get a Christmassy vibe. And then also do like an end of year reflection as well, which obviously like we've gone through like what, 12 months already. And we've come from like January to December. So I thought it would like be a good way to like round off the year. And especially it's like a new, it's like a new decade coming up as well. So yeah, that was my plan for this episode. So, I wanted to first start off with this trivia, Christmas trivia. So, bear in mind, guys, I've actually not even seen the questions for myself. It's a little worried. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, really bad. So, what I was thinking is that we take it in turns to ask each other questions Mm -hmm. on the list, and then, like, obviously, we calculate how many many points we won. Yeah. And then see who won basically the round. Um, so do you want me to start or do you want to start? I can start. Okay. Do you want me to ask you? Ask me, yeah. Okay. So question number one. Name Santa's reindeer. Reindeer or reindeers? I mean, all I know is Rudolph and then there's Prancer and then there's... Um, yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I know Rudolph. My, 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 good, my good friend Rudolph with the red nose, um, Prancer... You know, he'd be dancing, so that's why he's called Prancer, because he'd be prancing around. 
Um, and then that's it. What else we got? I know there's like a lot more, right? That's, that's, that's all right. I'll okay. give you that point. Thank you. So one point goes to Wimi. I don't know who's going to be keeping score, but you know, put it in your head, innit? Okay, do you want to ask me? I'm not going to answer this question. I'm going to Which ocean is Christmas Island in? Um, North Pole. I'm joking. That's not an ocean. Um, ocean, ocean. Christmas Island. Hmm, sounds exotic. I don't really know. I'm just going to go with the Atlantic Ocean. Ooh, it's in the Indian Ocean. So Christmas Island is a, an Australian territory in the Indian Ocean. Wow. I didn't even know there was an ocean that was an Indian Ocean. I don't know there's a Christmas Island. What's the Christmas? What does it do? What are you doing at Christmas Island? I just think it's just called Christmas. I don't think there's nothing there. It's such an odd name, right? It must be like I don't know. No, I think that's just the name of it. I don't think there's any Very reason why it's called Christmas Island. But it's basically near Asia, isn't it? Cool. That's mad. Okay, question number three. Name three things people put on a Christmas tree. They put ornaments. <laughs> she's cheating. She's looking at a tree. I, I literally turned around and looked at the tree. <laughs> Ornaments, bows, lights, and that's all I got for y'all. Okay, so two points go to Weemi. Two oh, from the one before. Um, what do people do under the mistletoe? Kiss. Is that so? Is it not? I'm kidding. It is. I'm writing it. <laughs> yeah. One point to me. Okay. What does a white Christmas mean? It has snow. Yeah. That was an easy one. Okay. Um... What is Frosty the snowman's nose made of? Carrot. Is it? Let me, I have to double check this one. <laughs> I, I think it is carrot, actually. I think it is, too. I'm pretty sure that's what Frosty snowman. But, uh, oh. Is that a carrot? I don't know. Let's look at images. Shit. If you get this wrong. That's not a... That is not a carrot. But what is it made of? Is that a tomato? Look it up. Look up. What is the Frosty snowman's name? Uh, he has a red nose. The carrots are not red. But, well, how can it be a tomato? I can't imagine anyone. It just said a button nose. I'm gonna just go. Doesn't with say what he's made out. It's made out. I'm gonna go with a carrot because normally when you see a snowman in pictures, you see them with a carrot on their nose. I don't know why. Like they can't have. No, I think nose. it was a button actually. They use a button. But I can't. Even in the pictures, it looks like a red nose. Oh no! Look, that's just that's, that's just a regular snowman. That's not him. So who is the heck is frosty? It's a button. I, I, it's definitely Can you frosty? <laughs> you got that wrong. Oh well, it's to... definitely a button. Right, your t- my turn, I guess. Name three Christmas carols. Joy to the world. Carols, carols, carols. Silent night and peace. Peace here on earth, peace to earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I'm never keeping track anymore. So you've got one, two, three. Three points. Wait, what? Well, you know that frosty question was mine. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm so done, but it's fine. This is for fun, doesn't matter. Yeah. But you've got three. And I've when got, you look it up, you can calculate. When you watch it, rewatch it. Listen to it. You can calculate it. Yeah. And then just say it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna forget. It's fine. What? Okay. Next one. This is your turn. Right? It's my turn. Yeah. No, I just answered. So um, it's your turn. Number seven. I did number seven. Name three Christmas carols. I just did that. So then you have to ask. Oh, me. sorry. Yeah. Um, name three animals that live near the North Pole in the Arctic Circle. A polar bear. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if a moose. I don't think mooses live in the area. Yeah, I think they could. They can, so, right? Yeah. I don't know. And then um, a penguin. Probably reindeer. Yeah, moose, a moose. Okay, cool. We're good. We're good. Right. Um, next one. Where was Saint Nicholas born? He was born in Russia, right? Uh, either Russia or France. I can't think of the difference. I think it's Russia. Well, technically, <laughs> he's Greek. <laughs> Is he? Shit, I think he was Greek. Turkey. Oh, um, I would have got that right. I don't think he was Russia. I thought it was France. That's pretty bad. Saint Nicholas' birthplace. No, he was definitely in Turkey. Okay. What is checked twice by Santa? The naughty list. Hey. <laughs> you can just pick any question you want to ask. Um, in which season is Christmas in Australia? Summer. Really? Yeah. I thought they celebrate at the same time. It's just hot. Yeah, but it's summer. Oh, for them. like now, like it's, that's why it's hot. I, I was thinking which. I was thinking you said which month and i was like but it's still december okay and my last question for you is name three typical kinds of christmas food turkey right turkey all i can think about is nigeria food so i'm about to start listening to jollof fries <laughs> because it's real but um americanized or your westernized food turkey gravy um, mashed potatoes now nigerian style you're gonna have some jollof fries of hey. course you're gonna have some goat meat you know you gotta have that and then you gotta have some plantain some dodo you know what i'm saying but yeah so i wanted to in the spirit of christmas i wanted to first of all open with what christmas means to both of us um i think it's important to know and understand why we're celebrating this season um so i'll start off first with what Christmas truly means to me. Christmas means to me, the season that we celebrate what Jesus has done for us. Um, as Christians, um, the word Christ is in Christmas. <laughs> as my pastor said, like it's like more Christ, because obviously mass means more in Spanish. So it's more like more of Christ. Actually, this should be the season where we put Christ first. Um, obviously the word is like, made it into like a commercial season where you know we buy presents for each other and we do all these other things that have nothing to do with christ but i think at the end of the day christmas really is just celebrating when you know jesus came to earth and celebrating his life and what he's done for us and then it also means celebrating the gifts that he's given us such as um, forgiveness peace eternal life in terms of forgiveness, knowing that we're forgiven and knowing that we're we're not going to be punished for our sins. Um, peace, knowing that we don't have to have anxiety, we don't have to stress, that we have the peace of God in us. And eternal life, knowing that even after this life, we can live with God and, you know, and worship with the angels and know that we're going to be free of um, ill health and free of sadness and sickness and poverty and all that so that's really what christmas means to me it honestly just means the hope knowing that there's a better tomorrow really i think everything you said was like pretty valid and i definitely agree with what you said and i also want to add that to me christmas is like a reminder of what jesus like signifies and what he means so like in the olden days um before jesus before the um, christ was born to pray to god and to really like really show God that you loved him. You had to like give sacrifices at the tabernacle and you had to go through a priest and you had to do all these certain things that showed God that I'm here for you and that I appreciate you. But when Jesus was alive, like when Jesus became, um, you know, one of us, it signified that we don't have to go through that. Like he's already died for our sins. We don't have to go to a specific place to pray. Like we're, we can pray wherever we are. We can already do whatever we want to do. So it's like God is telling us that I've written 
the words of my the the words of my um the words of my my laws in your heart like you don't have to do certain things to be to say to appreciate God and to say all these things so I think it's a reminder of that we are we have a close relationship with Christ and with God that we don't have to depend on other people to give us our faith that God is giving it freely to us and I think it's also a reminder of grace you know he died on the on our on the on the cross for us um when in the back but before Christ it would be like you have to sacrifice and be a donkey or a, a goat to give to God as a as a as a show, sign of your repentance but God literally brought his only son put him here on earth to be like us and then allowed him to sacrifice himself for us son and that's the greatest sacrifice you can ever do the, the blood of Jesus Christ so I think it's like a reminder of grace and a reminder of we don't have to do all these things anymore we have a direct relationship with Christ that we can take advantage of that's very true. Um, what would you say, Wumi, is um, the best thing that's happened to you since the last Christmas? Um, I think growth. I'm a big, big, big... Um, I think I said this in the last, last podcast, but I'm a big um, person. I'm a big... Um, what's it called? What am I trying to say? I'm a big... Um, I, like, I stand for something. About, passionate about growth? I guess I'm passionate about growth a lot. Like no matter where you are in life, I want to I want to see you grow. I want to see you develop into a bigger person, and within my life as well. Like no matter where I am, like no matter if I start small or start really low, I need to see myself grow. And I think this year was a period of growth where mm-hmm. I was in a period where you know I'm challenged. You know I traveled the world. I went to Bolivia to study abroad, and that's something that I was wanting to do, but I was able to do it because of you know because of God and because of money and scholarships. And so in that period of graduating, in that period of getting into dental school, in that period of going to dental school, in that period of traveling, you know, I did a summer internship where I, um, you know, was a camp counselor for like a bunch of high school, high school students. And it was really revealing because you think you know everything, but when these high school students are there and they're showing you that you don't know everything, <laughs> it's um, very rewarding in the sense that you learn so much. And so I think this year was a year for growth and a year of going into who I am right now. For you, Lou, what's something about Christmas that you dislike? Um, I think for me, Christmas can be a very busy time. So I definitely don't like how busy the shopping centers are, how mad the roads are. People drive like they're crazy because they're trying to get somewhere quickly. I don't like the fact that sometimes you hear music from like October and it's like we're still in Halloween. Like it's never, it's not even close to Christmas. Like I just feel like the, um, I feel like society kind of rushes the celebration of it. And that brings it out too early to the point where it's like when it does come, you're kind of over it. So I don't really like that too much. Just like for me, the most important thing, honestly, is spending time with family and obviously putting God first. And I quite like that. Like our church does like a Christmas gift to the world. And I feel like that, if anything, so we we do like a donation out to um, a local course as well as an international course. So this year we're doing an international course. This is my church in America. So we're doing an international course for Uganda build like a ministry for the young people there and an like educational center as well because a lot of like young people who are fl- um, fled from like Sudan and neighboring countries so we like they really want to encourage them in that and also like for our local church here as well we have a church in um, Midtown uh, like a branch in Midtown that they, but they don't have like an actual location for the church so that that is also where the money is going to and I think that's really important knowing that like by helping others and by helping God's kingdom grow on earth that is us really giving a gift to God and I feel like yes it's important to 
it's nice to give each other gifts and stuff. But what really gives me joy is doing what, you know, I know Jesus would be happy with. Because at the end of the day, I have my birthday once a year. Do you know what I mean? This is the one time in the year where, like, Jesus should be honoured and Jesus should be celebrated. Jesus, 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 people that Jesus really care about. Like, the sick, the vulnerable, the poor. People like that really should be getting, do you know what I mean, help at this time. You know, even if it's, like, volunteer, even if you have money, even, like, volunteering and things like that is really, really important at this time. What is your Chris, your favourite Christmas song? It's weird. I think it's either a link between We Wish You Merry Christmas and then Silent Night. Only because, like, when I was I used to live in England, we used to go to Catholic school. And so, of course, like, Christmas carols and Christmas hymns were, like, the in thing, like, during Christmas season. And we would all get together during, like, assembly, which is when we would have, like, all the classes come and sit down and, like, encourage, I mean, participate in the Christmas spirit. We'd all sing, like, silent, I can't sing, but silent night. And <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. But, um, so we would sing silent night and we'd have, like, candles. And it'd be really, really just peaceful. Like, Christmas in England was just so nice because well especially primary school but because we had so many traditions that we did as a catholic school and you know christmas is a big thing in catholic um catholicism. catholicism and so it was just so much fun to just be with everybody and to share each other's presence and yeah that's one of my favorite songs silent night or merry christmas quite like oh that nice all right um all i want for christmas by what's her name Mariah Carey, that's yeah. a good one. And I, do you know what? Actually, what really gets me in a festive mood, which is what I really should be doing, is listening to Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé is the man. Like his Christmas renditions, like lit, like that makes me really happy. And I love like have a holly jolly Christmas, like stuff like that. I just love it. Like he really gets me the Christmas mood. So yeah, Michael Bublé's like Christmas songs. It's not really his songs, but like his versions of like the popular mm-hmm. songs. That is really what like really gets to me during Christmas. So, Lou, what is the most meaningful Christmas gift you've ever received? Um, the most meaningful Christmas gift I've received. That's a good question, actually. Is it just me or you can't remember the gifts you've gotten? I don't remember the gifts I've gotten past. <laughs> <laughs> Before. We swapped, we swapped presents last year, didn't we? I'm pretty no, sure we made like a list. Remember, two years ago. What did we do last year? That was two years ago. You can remember we made like a list. Everyone like had like a list of what they wanted and you bought it yeah. for them. And I think sure it was last year. Was it not? Was that your favorite gift? No, no, no. I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, like, I don't remember getting I can't remember gifts. gifts. I don't remember gifts before like, I don't remember actually getting gifts like um, before I was like 12. So after that, I don't remember any gifts until like maybe last year. From like, yeah. It's really, that's a really tough one for me actually. Because like, I feel like what we, the way we've like done it is like we kind of say what you want and then we get it. So yeah. I mean, it's not really like it's the most. Yeah, there's not really surprise. Like oh my goodness, because I feel like the older you get, the more it's like I actually want. I just thought I want what I want. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really want someone to be getting something that I don't want. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can't really think of anything meaningful per se. But I will say something that I've actually quite enjoyed is I got a Chick Fil A gift card, but it's not meaningful. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's something that I actually really enjoyed because I love Chick-fil-A, yeah. which is a restaurant. So yeah, that was really good. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Anything that basically like um, has me in mind is always a meaningful gift. Um, so knowing like the stuff I like. So if someone was to, for example, hint, hint, get me a new microphone, right. <laughs> I'd be very happy. But yeah, I don't really know. Like, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know about um, meaningful Christmas gifts. Um, but what would you say is your best Christmas memory? Um, I pretty much already said it, but like being in Catholic school during Christmas time, 
It was fun. Like we, were, oh my gosh, uh, it was so much fun. I remember this one thing we used to create Christmas cards. You remember in primary school, we used to send Christmas cards to like our friends, and so like, oh, this was the favorite time ever. <laughs> It, um, it was. I just remember this. We would literally like buy Christmas cards like from our house, from like um, with our families or whatever, and like sign the notes to like our favorite people. And some oh, people, yeah. would, some people, some people would like write like love notes or whatever. But it'd be a big thing. And then the end of the year, um, they would, we would um, we would send it through the mail through the school, and everybody would be delivering them. Oh. And so like at the end of the day, like you will see your desk, and if you have like a lot of cards, everyone would be like, oh my god, everyone loves you, Wumi. And if you don't, like it'd be kind of sad. But like people, everyone get everyone gets a card like. The teacher will give a card, for example, to everybody. So everyone's going to get a card. But it was just so cute because everyone had, like, so many cute Christmas cards. And it was so loving. And we were, like, six, seven, eight years old, like, sharing each other love. Primary school, right? Okay, maybe I don't know anything. This was a secondary school. No, this was primary school for sure. I don't know if St. Catharines did it, but St. Patrick's was the one who did it. I, like I remember. I don't remember where I did that. Oh, I want to tell you, this was the best time of it. Like, I would get, like, buckets of cards, and it would just be, like, it's just literally cards. And I think it just showed the importance of, like, simple things that really make a difference. Like, nobody was giving gifts. Nobody had money for those things. But we were all giving each other cards and writing the sweetest notes at such a young age. And it just showed so much kindness, and that I really appreciate. And I didn't think I would really, I didn't think I remember that until just the second. I quite like the, this is to do with school as well, I quite like the, like Christmas assemblies we'd have, so like it's in, it's in school as well. And Christmas dinner. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. Bottom line, if you didn't have Christmas in a in a Catholic school in England, you didn't have Christmas at all. That was nah, lit. We had good. so many good traditions I as a Catholic school. Our schools that were good. We had a such. I had like, like growing up and my primary school. Such good, we had like Christmas dinners. Can you imagine at school? I'm like they do that as well in other America. Schools, other schools. They didn't America do they? I don't remember a Christmas dinner every day in my life. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that one. But in England, like, especially Catholic schools, Christmas was like an event. Like, you knew what's Christmas as soon as you walked into the school. And you'd have like, like so like, um, I, thought, I can't remember exactly what used to happen. But I know like, there was one time like, ah, uh, so my like form had to like perform Oh, the perform. Okay, yeah. Um, again, I'm gonna repeat. If you, um, if you didn't have Christmas, Christmas in England, you didn't have Christmas at all because <laughs> we would have like our Christmas um like presentations and like we would all perform like. And also, these, these productions were big productions that we were doing, we and like a, we took it very seriously. Even like aside for Christmas, we had like productions like for the show. Like I think in the springtime, and we took that like we would audition and everything. Like this is like we we're like we're like little kids. What what business do we have? <laughs> Trina, I, I thought like, I could sing. I remember I was on auditioning for one show and I was singing Beyonce's oh, Listen. And I was practicing so much and ended up being like a, a chimney guy or something. Like something, <laughs> something stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so done. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, Christmas is... I've, I've, I think I have quite... A lot of my fun memories about Christmas was actually definitely school-involved. And you know, like when you're actually in it, you complain, mm-hmm. but then when you're out of it, it's like actually yeah, those were good times. Those are actually times. really good memories to have. But yeah, I think honestly, Christmas is the most fun if you like, you know, are younger and also you have like a childlike nature as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the older I get, the more I'm just kind of like, who really cares? I mean, all I get the day it comes. Obviously, you enjoy food and stuff, and you see your friends and family, and you dance mm-hmm. and have fun. 
but it's just kind of like I don't know like I wish honestly I would hope to like increase my Christmas spirit next year at least or even like maybe like at least obviously tomorrow so like getting like the vibe of it and just you know just be a bit more joyful a bit more do you know what I mean like be a bit more excited about it coming As the end of the year is coming along, I thought also it'd be good to do an end of the year reflection and um, talk about different things from the past year or so um, and what we're hoping for in the next year. So my first question I wanted to ask you is, what are you most grateful and thankful for in 2019? Um good health and good life and people around me with good health and good life like i see all the time on instagram and twitter somebody is is dead somebody is in the hospital somebody's going through something that's like really um you know tragic medically and especially like in the dental field like working in um well going to school in healthcare, like you see so many problems and issues all the time and i just i haven't had to deal with that and so i just thank god that you know, people around me are the same. People around me are safe. They're okay. They'll have good health. That's really something that you cannot, no matter, no, no amount of money can give you like life. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like you still have to, you know, just trust God that you're going to be okay. For me, I would say is I'm grateful for the mistakes I made in 2019. Because what mistakes do is they help you to improve and become a better person and grow. And yes, not everyone wants to make mistakes and you're fearful of making mistakes. But I do think growth definitely happens from mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I did make a few mistakes this year that now that I look back on it, I'm kind of glad I did. Mm -hmm. Because it's like taught me certain lessons that I'm going to carry on into 2020 with me. And so if you wrote a book about last year, what would you title it? Um, I would call it strength. And the reason why I'd call it strength is because I feel like this year I had to be very strong as a person in terms of strong in my beliefs, strong in the way I thought about myself, strong in terms of like thinking that I could achieve things and, you know, pursuing my passions, pursuing my goals, um, accomplishing and finishing tasks that I do I started in the beginning um strong in the sense of having that in, inner strength um as a woman because obviously like society will often I mean obviously it's gotten a bit better but I feel like especially in the African society you'll be told that as a woman all you're here for is to be a, a man's maid and to give birth to his children but the strength in knowing that there's more to your life than that and knowing that you have certain things you want to accomplish and being fearless really and being able to do things that you want to do that don't revolve a man and same same no people that want to push you and want to um pressure you into making certain decisions about your life that you might not necessarily agree with what about you Umi? what was the question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the question was what are you most grateful for I think I said oh that no again. not that oh wait no if you wrote a book about last year what would you title it um I want to say growth but I'm gonna just say something else because I, <laughs> I already said growth um I would say joy and like in the sense that joy is different from happiness in the sense that like happiness is like fleeting like it can come it can go like 
things, circumstances can make you happy. Um, your situations can make you happy. Happy people can make you happy, but joy is like from within. Mm-hmm. And I think I've really had to differentiate the difference between joy and happiness because it's like, oh, I'm not happy right now, but I'm still gonna be joyful. I'm still gonna be my same woman regardless of what's going on around me. Because at the end of the day, like you got to be grateful. And when everyone says, oh, count your blessings and see what God has done, like it's really, it really, literally helps to literally sit down and write a book. Well, not write a book, but write a journal about like what blessings are you blessed with? Because we tend to think about all the things that's going around in the world, and like you know, become really sad. But we're blessed, like we really are blessed. And so, um, yes, I would call it joy. That's a good one. I would actually read that book. Thanks. Um, so, what's one thing? I wouldn't you... write it, but because um, I don't like writing. But <laughs> <laughs> lazy cat. Um, what's one thing you wish you did this year but didn't because you were afraid? Mm, I think I did everything I actually wanted to do this year. I have fears, but like I, can't, I did it. My thing is with fear, especially I think I, start, I learned this te- technique with fear, and this was with roller coasters. I used to be really, really scared of going on roller coasters, like to the point where we went to Disneyland <laughs> in Paris. And I would not get on this stupid little merry-go-round route because I was so scared that it was a roller coaster. And it was I was crying, like, in Disneyland when I should be having fun. And so I think from then on and, like, through life, I realized, like, with roller coasters, you just have to... You're going to have that fear, but you just have to get on it and just do it anyways. And so now, like, I, I still, I'm still afraid of roller coasters, but I get on it like I'm not afraid. And I, you know, I'm, I'm for it like I'm not afraid. And I think that's the same thing with fear and with life. Like, you might be afraid to do certain things, but you're not going to know how it works until you try. And so for me, I fear a lot of things, but I'm still going to do it regardless because... I, w- I fear missing out on that thing more than I fear not doing that thing. So are you worried about anything going into 2019? Um, I think my main worry right now is purpose. I think my focus right now has been a lot in school and a lot in work. And, and even though that, that has like part of my purpose, that's not my main purpose in life. And so I think spring semester, I was like really, you know, heavily leaning towards my purpose and like finding that. But, you know, school and work it just takes up a lot of my mind space. So... I'm telling myself I'm resting right now, but I also want to keep in mind that, you know, I should be working on certain things because my purpose is not just my work and my school. Talking about purpose, um, one of the things that I discovered this year um, is a podcast called On Purpose by Jay Shetty. Um, that podcast is really, really good. Um, he talks about purpose in different aspects. He's very encouraging, very motivating. Um, it's a really good personal development growth podcast. So yeah, I definitely recommend it to anyone. Um, yeah. And like the most recent episode, he's talking about, um, like how, what you manifests, um, how you can manifest things in your life and how we can attract what we actually want for ourselves, basically, um, what would you say are your top three priorities for 2020? Um, my family, my friends, so communication is very, very key. Um, making sure that I'm communicating with everybody that, you know, I've loved. Um, I think moving definitely showed me, yeah, like, these are some, like, lifelong people that I don't want to miss out on. Um, so communication for sure. Um, health, like, self-care is really, really important. I really, um, don't take self-care that seriously again must sleep and enjoy my time um and also saying no to things and like not succumbing to the fear of missing out because it's like you don't you want to do everything you can to be there for everybody and to do certain things but at the end of the day like your health care is diminishing your your sleep is depriving 
you're 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 sleepwalking every day like it doesn't make any sense so um for me it's communication self-care and to say you know to certain things i think for me um three priorities for 2020 are saving health so like take care of my emotional my mental my spiritual and my physical health um that's really really important to me and then also i would quite like to um stay committed to the things i'm passionate about and just take risks really do things outside of the box do things i wouldn't normally do um because i do think life is very short um me and my mom were just reading like a, a news article about these three girls who died in an accident. Um, and the girl literally just turned 24 like three days ago. So stuff like that really just makes me think that you don't know when you're going to die. Like I'm like at an age where I think I still have loads of years to go. I mean, you think about it, you don't actually know when your clock is over. And that's the most scary thing about life that it can happen at any time doing anything. So you honestly need to live your life like it's like your last day, basically. Like it's like tomorrow is not guaranteed because really tomorrow is not guaranteed anyone can die at any age so yeah that is really something that i'm going to be really really pushing in 2020 um what would you say is one thing that gives you hope for the next year um one thing that gives me hope i think seeing people in life who are accomplished and realizing that my age they were nowhere near that and I think like, especially I'm I'm literally only 21 and I'm talking about like all these things like I have, I've done life. I'm literally only 21. Like I have so much life ahead of me. When I see people who are successful in whatever career and I talk about like what made you successful and like, how did you know we're going to do this? Most of the time it's like, they didn't know. They just, you know, just follow their gut. They trusted God and they got to where they are right now. It's not like they had everything figured out at 21. Most of them didn't. And even Michelle Obama, um, she, she wrote in her book about how, you know, in becoming how, like, she didn't know she was going to be the first lady when she was, like, in law school. Like, she didn't expect that at all. So I think for me, it's just what gives me hope is seeing that other people, you know, don't always have it together, but in the day they do. So knowing that, me too as well. Like, I don't have to rush anything. Like, I just have to let things happen and let God, you know, make it happen and I'll be fine. That's a good one. I think for me, um, I'm hope for knowing that God always has my back no matter what because uh, I've seen God's hand in my life this year definitely with like stuff that I've gone through um things that you know didn't necessarily work out the way I wanted them to work out um but knowing that you know despite it all God is still good and you know God has a plan and just honestly just knowing that there's a plan out there for me and there's certain things that God has stirred in me and put in my heart that you know are quite exciting and it's like massive to think about but like I know I'm up to the task I know that all the things I've gone through and all the abilities that he's equipped me with are going to help me towards what I'm called for so yeah just knowing that you know no matter what that things are going to be all right and things are going to be better and you know as long as you you know take risks and um stay focused and live life according to what you you know want to live not what everyone else is asking you to live I honestly think um you'll get the most out of life really um is there anything else you want to add with me mm. No. Any Christmas wishes? Shout out. I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas. Shout out to my people. Y'all know who you are. What's understood don't have to be said. <laughs> oh my God. Where are you going with this? 
Um, but yeah, no, for real. Have a great, great Merry Christmas. Be in the spirit. Um, don't don't be like me. I'll get in the spirit. I'm a Grinch. Don't be right a now. Grinch. Don't be don't be a Grinch, but um be a happy, um, happy person in this holidays. <laughs> yeah, guys. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And I will catch you guys in 2020. Woo! Um, yeah, I'm actually quite excited for that. There's gonna be new things coming in um so yeah thank you guys so much for you know tuning into the episodes every two weeks or however long i post mm-hmm. i really really do appreciate your support with this podcast since january and yeah so next year we'll definitely we'll carry on the podcast and if you have anything you want me to talk about definitely let me know and yeah i will catch you guys in 2020 have a wonderful celebration have a wonderful christmas um yeah and bye guys bye have a great Christmas. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on Bob Till ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleigh song tonight.